Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. Well, here's something to think about for the listeners out there who care about power and know that this is a mind gym, a gym for your mind to make you stronger. The thought is there's only so much power in the world, in any world. It's a constant. This has been known forever since Epicurus said the sum total of things was always such as it is now and such it will ever remain. What was he talking about in 350 B.C.? The conservation of energy and matter applies to power. And here, I'm not talking about gasoline, natural gas, solar power. I'm talking about your power. I'm talking about the power that people have to exert influence and bring about change in your own life or in the world. So, since Power is a constant. There's only so much of it in the world. Whether that world, by the way, is the world of your family or the world of a company in which you're seeking to be effective or our world that we share in common on this planet. There's only so much power. Meaning, if you give yours up, someone else gets it. And if you give it up to someone else, It's not going to be easy to get it back. It doesn't expand. It's the difference, in fact, between the Federal Reserve printing currency that has no backing, right? Because that, it can be printed again and again ad nauseum, literally, nauseatingly. Keep printing it as if it's real when, well, it isn't. It's the difference between that and gold. Gold is in finite supply. So it has real value. The trouble is, giving up your personal power can happen silently and without any physical activity. In fact, the less activity, the better. Makes it easier to give up your power. If you want to give up your gold, well, someone would have to come to the door and say, I'm taking it. Or you'd have to bring it somewhere. Or you'd have to open your safe and and look at it and remember parts of your life. Well, I worked hard for this gold, you'd say. I don't know if I'm going to give it up so easily. I hope you wouldn't, by the way. I hope you'd fight, okay? The trouble is, when your gold is your personal power, people can take it silently. You don't have to do anything. In fact, as I said, doing nothing makes it easier for all concerned. So, it's not kept in a safe, it's kept in your soul. But the measure and weighing of those things doesn't happen on any physical scale. You don't have to go down to a safety deposit box at the bank to go get your gold. By that I mean your power, okay? You don't have to write out a check to someone to turn over your power. There's no bank, no central bank involved. This is, by the way, the only one accounting for your personal power is you. 
you and your God. That's who's keeping score. And when you decide to give up your power, whether it be to a state or the federal government, let's just pick those for now. But we could be saying uh, to a company in which your ideas are not valued and where you're not paid according to your real value either, when you give up your power, it's going to be tough to get it back. How are you going to know if you give it up? Well, you're going to know that you've given it up because, number one, people tend to use power if they want to, and institutions really want to. So the state and federal government, they want to use their power. It's the nature of organizations like that to use it. So how will you know if you and we, as a collective people, give up our power to central authorities like state and federal governments, our individual power, our our authority, our gold of the soul? Well, you'll know because you'll feel the crushing weight of those other entities as they lean in on you. Again, it's the nature of such entities to express that power, even if it isn't yours, your nature, and I want it to be. That's why I started this podcast, Pain to Power is a gym for your mind. It's a gym for your soul to get you stronger. So if you give up your power, you're going to feel oppressed. And you will be, by the way, because as I said, those entities, they use the power. So you'll feel it. You're going to feel that, but also you'll feel dispirited. These words, they have so much significance, by the way. The word dispirited is like the loss of your spirit. You're going to feel it. There's a lethargy that sets in. There's a stammer in your ability to speak out for yourself. You get fearful. You've given up your power. You're you're disarmed. Well, you could be disarmed literally, right? Because... If you, that's one kind of power you can give up, power to bear arms as guaranteed by the Constitution. You could give that up really easily. You just sit for it. Uh, wrong people get elected and they vote to take your power to defend yourself and your family and your home. And then, believe me, the stage is set for more and more of your power to be given away As I said, silently, maybe it's some headlines on the news. Oh, my God, look what happened. Second Amendment has been encroached upon. Okay, still not the same for a lot of people as going down to the safe to turn over your gold and think, well, wait a second, if they keep coming for my assets, what if I can't eat and my family can't eat and then I have to turn to the government just to take care of me? Oh, 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 oh. there you go. That's what is potentially in store for us if we don't remember that there's only a finite amount of power in the whole world. Give yours up, someone takes it, and then getting it back is a massive struggle. Very often, it's a massive struggle. If you give it up again, what are you going to feel? You're going to feel others start to impinge upon you because they use their power particularly particularly structural entities like government. They use it. You'll feel it. Secondly, you'll feel dispirited. 
because your spirit, your soul, isn't as strong. You've given away power. The lights are going dim. Think about the metaphors here, right? The lights are going dim. You've given away your power. What else are you going to feel? Well, people get depressed. They get depressed. Well, why not? Because the natural state of man, the reason you'd get depressed potentially is because the natural state of our species is autonomous, independent, and powerful. That's the way that human beings were created. And that's the way that God or the universe, you can pick the universe if you want, I'll choose God, but you can pick the universe. That's the way that God or the universe intended for it to be, and it will always be so. People do not do well disempowered. No one, as an adult, does well with the rights of a child. So, what does this mean? It means that you have to be very careful and guard your personal power as you would guard your gold. Gold of the soul. You have to be vigilant. You have to now pay a lot of attention to the march of legislation, the march of leaders, the march, the inexorable, it seems, march of media designed to disempower you. Take away your platform. Take away your voice. Take away your rights. Render you like a child so that you have nowhere to turn but the source of the power. Plug in. The refrain will go. Plug in to the federal government. Look for your next PPP. That's how you're going to exist because we're going to shut down your businesses. If there's another pandemic, we've got to shut them down. Uh, Okay, well, wait a second. How about my personal power? Can I have a PPP loan? Personal power for Patriots loan? Yeah, you know what you can do? You got to, number one, safeguard the power. Don't give it away to begin with. But number two, how do you get more personal power? You decide very quickly, here's what I believe. Here's who I am. This is what matters to me. Maybe you write it down. Write down who you are constitutionally so that we can rely on you to support the United States Constitution. I know I'm getting political here, but listen. (laughs) Uh, Individuals are also a reflection of the world in which we live, and the world in which we live partly defines the kind of individual lives we can live out. Okay? You get that. And so, you may have to write down, what are my core beliefs? Then maybe you write down, what have I not expressed about myself that I very much want to? And in which ways? So it really matters, by the way, if you are a business person or an entrepreneur, but you haven't taken the risk to take the first steps toward achieving that goal, that matters. Because that will be an expression of your personal power. Moreover, it matters if you're really a writer, you got to write. If you're really a teacher, you should teach. You get the idea here. Your personal power is aligned with your dreams. We've heard that from great leaders in history, right? The power to dream 
is part of what I'm talking about. How much dreaming can you do in communist China? Okay, back to the political, I know, but how can we not go there now? You might also write down, what is your line in the sand? At what point will it feel as though someone has come to the door and said, go to your safe, go get your gold, we're taking it. Okay, because at that point you might decide, no, you're not. That's a big moment. You got to think through that. You got to think about that a little bit. It's worth five or 10 or 15 minutes of your time. It might be worth an hour or two. What's your line in the sand? If the government decides to do a gun buyback program, mandatory, where they're going to say, we'll buy your guns, but you got to sell them. You absolutely have to sell them. You committed no crime. You've hurt no one. You took the requisite course, if that's indicated in the state in which you reside, but it doesn't matter. We're coming for your gun. Is that your line in the sand? What does that imply? What does it mean? Well, one thing it means is we, we'd rather not get there, right? So we all have to become much more active in flexing our muscles, exerting political power, becoming the people we were meant to be from all time, and again, that th there is a connection between starting the business that you've always wanted to, or writing the book you've always wanted to, or teaching in the school you've always wanted to, or learning the material you've always wanted to, or worshiping in the faith that you've always wanted to explore. There's a connection between that and holding back the dam, building it up so that we're not crushed by that other kind of power, that massive surge of power that the federal government and some state governments have been building up, designed by its nature to drown us. Now, keep in mind, it is our nature as human beings to exert personal power to be autonomous and independent. So how could it be that there'd be a countervailing force in the universe that would seek to take it from us? Why would that be? Well, there's always been dark and light. There's always been good and evil. There have always been people who are comfortable with self-expression and others who hate it. We can get into why they might hate it in some future date on another one of these podcasts. But it's very clear to me that the narrative being written around you today is that you're going to be increasingly asked to quietly, with no effort on your part, with nothing visible at all other than your inaction, to turn over your power, thereby rendering, your, rendering yourself childlike, thereby having to feel as though you must turn to the state and plug in to that big central power source called the federal government, or world government, better still. Because institutions have unlimited appetite for power. Luckily, most people don't. There are a few. We've seen despots in the world who have unlimited desire for power. Nothing is ever enough. Now, who are those people? Psychologically, they're people who are empty otherwise. 
They're seeking to fill a void in themselves personally. They never developed real personal power. So they're going to go hunt and gather yours and mine and as many people's as they can to try to feel as though they're powerful. Ah, Think of them as vampires, right? Vampires, what are they? They're anemic. They need blood. No offense. They're going to come take yours and you're going to die when that happens. Well, too many people now are spiritually dying. Look at the suicide rates. Look at the depression rates. It's a national tragedy. What's going on here? People are being drained of their spirits by an unwieldy government intent on becoming bigger and bigger and bigger and becoming a world government ultimately that wants every bit of power there can be. Just look around you. Look at the messages going out. We're indebting ourselves to other nations by printing money more and more and more. People are indebting themselves to the government more and more and more. People are being asked to not count on anything. Don't even count on your gender. It may not be yours. Huh? Really? Yeah, no. You may want to you may have to sacrifice your anatomy. You may get the idea in your mind. Maybe we'll kind of move you along a bit to put the idea in your mind that not even your anatomy is yours. Let me tell you something. You can draw a dashed line. I know people will say, "No, that's not true, Keith. That's I don't I don't know about that. You're overstepping." Draw a dashed line between you can't rely on on your own gender being yours and a guy who once said You didn't build that business. If you have a business, you didn't build that. You drove the roads that the state created. Well, that was Barack Obama. Yeah, right? Well, you know, I got leaned on a lot in my life in the last two, three years. I think there's a connection between that and the fact that I've been so vocal in my criticism of the prior administration prior to President Trump. I think so. Uh, And... I think when you talk to power, there's a risk. There's always a risk. We always have to be willing to pay it, by the way. And so that's another message here. As you define what makes you powerful and how you could be more powerful, and you decide what's my line in the sand, over which, if you step, I will do everything in my power to fight back, What is that line for you? As you do that, don't expect it to cost nothing. It can be very painful. You're engaging a massive entity. This is a battle. But if you're not willing to fight the battle, you'll be lost. And don't think it can't hurt to fight the battle because it really can. Of course, it can hurt to fight the battle. Remember what this is called, this podcast, pain to power. Very often in life, if you try to avoid all pain, you'll avoid your power. Expressing your opinion can carry risk. Deciding you're going to start a, ba- a business can, can carry risk. You might lose it. might have to start another one. Man, being a writer? Yeah, huh. You could uh, really go through some pain pursuing that. Teacher? Well, look at the teachers who won't experience any pain now. They won't go into classrooms 
and take any risk that they might get COVID from kids who almost never get it. Wow. Think of, think of that, the union that's sucking the power out of those individuals. <laughs> Is that amazing, right? Wouldn't it be nice to be heroic and go to class and say, you know, I'm taking a little risk. It's hard to define it. Some people say it's non-existent. I feel like it's a risk, but I'm going to teach kids in class. Man, talk about backbone, a spine, right? You'd be a different person the next day after you went back to class doing the right things for your kids that you're teaching. But those opportunities, they're being told, uh, they're being described as foolhardy. We're told to be scared, but that's how we're coerced, coaxed into giving up our power. So this podcast and you together, I hope, builds a kind of resistance. Oh, there's that word, resistance. We want real immunity to a different kind of pandemic. It's a pandemic that takes the power right out of you and mainlines it over to the vampires at the states, some states, and the federal government and all those people who think world government would be just great. Well, it wouldn't because then there's nowhere to go and they want all the power then. You get me. I'm looking forward to the next time we talk. Let's keep in mind that this is all very possible. Personal power for patriots is about that in its essence. It's all very possible. Each one of us decides. And you know what? Someone listening to this podcast, just one person might move the needle by getting other people to use their potential, reclaim their power, or at least not surrender it. There's only so much to go around. It is your birthright. Never trade it for a cup of porridge or a PPP loan. I get that those are needed, but you never trade your birthright for that. Your birthright is your personal power. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people. Pain to Power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain to Power. Com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.